A drink. <laughs> you never have anything to drink, do you, John? I don't need it. You don't need it? No. I am eternally hydrated. So for those who don't know, this is actually my brother's song, Start a Fire. There's actually a, a lyrical version to this. And, and I'm uh, this is just the instrumental of what my brother wrote. Isn't kind of cool? Can you hear that, John? I can't hear it, but I believe you. That's weird. Sometimes you can hear it, sometimes you can't. I know. It's a it's random, random acts of God. <laughs> well, y'all, welcome to Water Break with the Water Boy and my buddy comedian next door, John Brain. He's actually now in front of me. He used to be he used to be over here and over here, and now he's here. I used to be next door. It's good to be with you. Man, we were on our Liberty Tour last night, last week, so there was no uh, water break for last week, uh, but we had a great time in Fort Worth eating some barbecue and hanging out with a bunch of club members and those who uh, uh, registered to come to our live event uh, in Fort Worth. It was a blast. Um, uh, so no make tornadoes. sure... Pardon me? No tornadoes? No tornadoes, but there was one in Louisiana this week. I, mean, I think it got mm -hmm. it got New Orleans. Yeah. Um, but if you guys, since you guys didn't make the Fort Worth show, well, you, you might as well come to our show in South Dakota, April 7th. Uh, that's our next show. That's actually with Larry Elder and Uncle Gary and comedian John Branion is going to be opening up our show. Um, we actually are doing a full workshop on God and government that day. That'll be go from about, you know, 9 a.m. to about 5. And then our live show is going to kick off about 7 o'clock. Um, really excited about it. You go to Cross Politic. Uh, dot com forward slash liberty tour and then i'll get you there it'll you'll actually have one click to get to the actual registration page uh and everything one click one click that's it not bad forward slash crosspolitik.com forward slash liberty tour uh april 7th uh we had people at our fort worth show actually flying from maryland flying from all over and then of course drove from all over uh texas because texas is a big enough country itself to drive from uh to fort worth yeah, uh, so it was, it was really, really cool. So you can fly in, have a great time with us. Uh, reach out to us if you're going to be going to be at the event. Looking forward to fellowshipping in South Dakota, and then also we have our lies, propaganda, and storytelling, and serrated edge conference. Okay, you know, our fight, laugh, feast conference, our national conference is in Knoxville, Tennessee this year, April sixth through the eighth. Actually, in registration, we didn't tell anybody because I just wanted to make sure registration was going to work properly. Um, we didn't want to be overwhelmed the first day of registration. So it actually went live. It is live. Go to fightlifefeast.com and go to the shop. I'll create a link, but it's actually registrations in the shop and I'll create a link on the homepage later. What uh, did you say the date was again? April 6th to the 8th. Uh, no, October 6th to the 8th. Did I say April? Right. You said April. Oh my goodness. Right. No, we're going to be in Rapid City April 7th. We can't do that. Right. So gonna, we can't be in both places. Uh, October 6th to the 8th in Knoxville excited Better. to be there we're gonna kick it off beer and psalms all the speakers and all that fun stuff after parties and and so forth we're looking forward to uh, our new event center that we're gonna be working with hopefully uh in knoxville so get tickets tickets are live now you can buy a, a conference t-shirt as part of the registration sign up it's a it's a should be a, a seamless registration process your family everything yeah seamless yeah all right now that, now that we know it's not in april that's gonna make <laughs> it even more more feasible seamless. Feasible. Yes. Don't rush to it. You're fine. You got plenty of time to uh, <laughs> to get there. Uh, how are you doing this week, John? Great. I'm absolutely. I'm absolutely great. It's the weather's warming up. Um, I'm working yeah. on material. Working on new material. Nice for the, uh, for the thing in Rapid City. Oh, so good. 
Good. Got a, Here, a new skit. A new skit. I got a new skit. <laughs> a little skit that may or may not involve finger puppets. <laughs> now, you also, you do a show on Sunday night, a live show on Sunday night. What's it called? It's called Starving Comics Quarantine Show. That's funny. We started it back when the quarantine was a thing. Okay. And uh, it just, I, I never expected to be doing it, whatever, three years later. Okay. Here we are. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Uh, I do it with uh, with another comedian friend of mine, Brian April, and okay. uh, Juwan DeVivo, who plays guitar for Casting Crown, so I'm not even kidding. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, he's on the show every week. Yeah. Um, a lot of times it's in between gigs and stuff you know he's backstage and and he has to go and do he has to go play with his little band um (laughs) then he his little skits and his bands and everything that's what what we tell him yeah it's 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 really annoying because casting crowns is uh you know they're always busy they're always out touring and it really gets in the way of what i'm trying to do (laughs) he's just kind of selfish that way Mm -hmm. that's funny and you're doing so you got your like anniversary show on sunday night is coming up uh, in April. Okay. Like the first first Sunday in April. So. Okay. That's fun. Where can people uh, catch that? Uh, if you go to johnbranding.com, you can, uh, it's, it's on my YouTube channel. Okay. And so YouTube channel, if you go to my website, it'll take you to the channel. You can get okay. all things John Brannion. That's the epicenter okay. for everything John Brannion. So. All right. That's, that's helpful. So, John, I got a belly flopper cannonball here for you that I'm, uh, there's just a lot more to this, and maybe you can add layers to this, okay? I won't make any promises, Gabe. It, kind of the theme of this is like, why can't conservatives own anything nice? Okay, <laughs> that's that's the theme. Why can't we own anything nice? Uh, you know, uh, for decades, I think conservative leaders have thought the best way to work in politics is to constantly compromise. You know, find that find that middle ground in fact that when i was running for county commissioner i had a old guard conservative in town say why can't you compromise uh and that was his big thing he said he didn't think i was a compromiser and i was like yeah i'm not i'm not i don't compromise over transgender bathrooms you know um and so we can't have anything nice because i i think conservatives just largely don't get it um blaze tv uh, last week, Dave Rubin. I don't know if you followed this, John. Dave Rubin. He's the gay commentator on Blaze TV. Right. He's with a man, married, whatever you want to call it. He's shacking up with a man. I guess I don't even know if can even call it shacking up. And him and his partner found two surrogate women to carry their sperm-induced fertilized eggs. Um, as babies right the the egg came from the same mom and and dave and his man buddy um each um handed over sperm to fertilize those have those eggs fertilized and then they are in two different women so it's a different mother and two different women and uh so same egg mom two different women who are carrying them and then uh, two different dads. It, right. Can you follow that? I'm following <laughs> it. I, I was just having a hard time focusing after you said handing over sperm. That that sort of <laughs> that sort of threw me off. But it, now, but now I'm back and I'm I'm tracking. Yeah, we live in crazy times. 
Yeah. And, and and then so Dave tweeted out. He's like, hey, look, we're pregnant. Not we're pregnant, but my surrogate concubines are pregnant. Right. And um, <laughs> and then they got praised by uh, Prager U. Um, all sorts of conservative media personalities came out and said, congratulations. Right. We, we just can't have anything nice as conservatives. Um, and then the Daily Wire this past week. Uh, so uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago, uh, uh, there's a shaving company that used to, called Harry's, that used to advertise on Daily Wire. Right. And, well, you know, Michael Knowles said, a man's a man and a woman's a woman and the shaving company was like ah we're gonna not advertise we're gonna we're gonna throw our advertising dollars with companies that more align with our views right um a shaving company that depends on the economy of men needing to shave their faces not right women what you know whatever so daily wire came out with their own shaving brand called uh jeremy's razors or something whatever jeremy's razors jeremy's razors jeremy Boar. Boring, you know, Jeremy Boring is the CEO of Daily Wire. And, and then they released this commercial with it with um, uh, two women um, wearing basically coats, uh, sports coats like mine with half their breasts showing, you know, um, uh, no shirt on half their, bre- the, you know, the coats just covering up their breasts barely. Right. And as he's walking around, there's this homoerotic joke in the uh, in the commercial to um and then the the website uh, uh, that they're using for Jeremy's razors is I hate Harry's, um, you know, because Harry was the razor company that canceled them, and I hate Harry's. And it's just like it just it comes off bitter. It comes off. I mean, just the whole thing about it. The the biddies in the back who are barely wearing any clothes. The homoerotic jo- homo homoerotic jokes, and and then this I hate Harry's tagline to kind of get the attention it this is why conservatives can't have anything nice now the upside uh, that i appreciate it about this is it's just opening up a bigger hole for cross-politic long term and the fight life east network and what we're doing um, we're going to remain faithful to god's word and all this and we're going to remain faithful uh to truly conserving what god wants us to conserve uh in all this so lastly you follow me, John? So far? Yeah, so far. Okay. So all far, right. I'm right with you. All right. All right. Uh, lastly, uh, you know, Kentonji Brown, Jackson, whatever. She's got two men last names, Brown and Jackson. I think, she, I think they just call her KBJ. KBJ. Because, not, yeah, because. Not KGB. Like, not KGB. You know, no, <laughs> KBJ. Which I think may be a throwback to LBJ, yeah. I think. But or RBG. Yeah. It's easier. Yep. It's easier to just say KBJ than it is yeah. to try to pronounce that name. Yeah. So she was interviewed by, uh, you know, she's nominated for the Supreme Court. So she's going through the interview process. And, and Marsha Blackburn asked her a question. What is a woman that clips gone all around, all over the place? Mm-hmm. And uh, KBJ said, I don't know what how to define a woman. And Marsha, you know, she did a good job asking the question, but then like the follow up after that, uh, you know, she basically kind of goes nowhere with it. Right. Um, and this is why conservatives can't have anything nice. I mean, there's so many responses. I bet you got some in your mind too. There's so many responses like, why? 
my initial response was, well, why didn't she ask KBJ who she was? Right. Are you a woman? You know, it's like she asked her, are you a woman? And KBJ says, I, I don't, I can't define it. I'm not a biologist was her response. I'm not a biologist. I can't define it. Well, then who are you? Right. <laughs> right. That's the obvious question. Because <laughs> you know she's going to claim to be the first black woman. Yes. As a Supreme Court justice. You know that's what's yeah. going to happen. Well, and Joe Biden said, I'm only appointing, only nominating a right. black woman. <laughs> right. So he must think she's a woman. And she must think she's a woman, but she right. can't define it. So right. I, I, conservatives, they they get some of it right. And they, they know to ask that question, but they don't know how to how to continue to push and, and continue to expose the silliness that just literally happened right in front of her. Right. You know? That, that so I this is why Kennedy conservatives can't close. have everything nice. Kennedy gets close, I think, when he start when he starts interviewing these people. Um he 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 pushes further than than the rest. And Cruz will yeah. will say yeah. things. That's true. But you're you're right. They don't they don't do a good job of letting the letting the left just parody themselves. That's they don't right. they don't do a good job of leaning into that and just letting it letting it burn to the ground for everybody to see. And so this actually brings me into news that John Brannion can trust. Already? Already. We're already there. (laughs) Because, that's a little whiplash for you, John, but not for me. Uh, Because, again, this is why conservatives can't own anything nice. But this is real news, John. John, this is the only news that you can trust, right? Right. That's why I bring it to you every, every, every week. Right. We've established, and I appreciate that. I don't think I sell. I don't think I tell you that enough. I haven't been effusive enough in my praise for how much I appreciate this. So I wanted to kind of work with you and think through all the replies or all the scenarios that um, we can't have an opinion on because we're not biologists. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, John, how would you define? Well, how do you know I'm not a biologist? Have I ever? Well, are you? Let's. Or do you I even know that your your response should be, John, um, that uh, I'm a biologist and and you uh, don't know how to define it, so you can't even tell me <laughs> because you aren't a I, biologist. Sometimes I feel like I'm a biologist in my heart. You self identify as a biologist. I identify as a biologist when when it suits me. <laughs> But okay, for to, in, in order to uh, in order to facilitate this uh, news that John Brady can trust, I will I will go along and say I'm not a biologist. Okay, that's fair. All right, all right. So, I mean, obviously you can't define what a man is then, because you aren't a biologist. Correct. And, and you can't define what a woman is because you aren't a biologist. Correct. Um, are you a mathematician? No. What's two plus two? You you can't. I can't tell you, you. You can't tell me. You can't. That's. I can't say for sure because I'm not a mathematician. Are you an auto mechanic? I am not. What's a flat tire? Be careful. Gabe, I, I am not qualified to <laughs> tell you what a flat tire is. If I, I 
if I suspect that I have a flat tire, I have to just keep driving because I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You just you just do what you're you just do what you're told. Till the sparks start flying out from underneath the car off the rim, and it's like, well, this might be a flat tire. <laughs> I wish I was a mechanic. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think like the the only you know what's the what's the discipline that can, can kind of get away with anything. A discipline that can't get away with that anything? can that can oh that can yeah uh well apparently politicians <laughs> apparently there doesn't have to be any sort of reason or logic or truth when you become a political the higher up you go in the political food chain yeah the less encumbered you are by things like truth and reason on a daily news brief i did last week um they were talking about uh, a bunch of uh, professors, economic professors uh, at universities were talking about how the U.S. should basically create a digital currency um, like Bitcoin. They even, they even kind of compared it to Bitcoin, but they said mm -hmm. that the problem with Bitcoin is that it's limited. That was one of their problems with Bitcoin. They said you can't, you can't basically... Um, Bitcoin's not infinite. It's it's locked into a formula that's that's fixed. And they said that's a problem because what the US needs the ability to do is be able to have an infinite supply of digital right. money to be right. able <laughs> Their problem with Bitcoin is exactly the reason that so many people are attracted to that's Bitcoin. That's right. That's right. No. <laughs> we, so, want, we want infinite money because we like to create inflation from time to time. That's and right. Bitcoin won't let us do that. So news that John Brainy can trust. This is this is real. Okay, this is real news here. Um, Stephen Crowder actually infiltrated a Fat Studies conference and had a bogus academic paper accepted. First of all, I didn't even know there's a Fat Studies conference. And this is, and basically, he ran the Peter Bogosian, James Lindsay play, right. um, uh, for C, C, CRT stuff, mm -hmm. and and he submitted his uh, f this fat studies conference, his his paper that he submitted. Hey, <laughs> got here. There's a 17 minute video that is kind of funny. You got to watch. Um, okay, here's the title. Is Steven in the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a fat woman. I mean, like, he, he got makeup out. He got and everything. made up, and you, but he, you can't tell it's him. He was interviewed for 20 minutes as part of the paper that he submitted. I mean, he went through the whole thing. <laughs> and and then later, one of the um, professors or, or, or people over the program that takes these academic fat studies papers uh, emailed Steven later and said, hey, will you peer review uh, more papers for us? Your paper was good. We'd like to bring you on to the peer review side of, side of things. Whatever. Um, his name <laughs> his name was, as a woman, he's a fat woman, uh, was C, you know, like the, like the you know, ocean, C, C. Matheson. C. Matheson. Uh -huh. And the paper C. he submitted Matheson. was Fatness as Self-Care in the Era of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> And it got peer reviewed and accepted. And accepted. Fatness uh, as self care in an era of Trump. Is this a Trump era? 
His, his so this is 2020. This is 2020 when this happened. And apparently, it's all coming out now. Oh, okay. You know. So, all right. Well, um, in first of all, I trust you. I trust that. <laughs> That's real news. <laughs> and uh, secondarily, it's it is um, significant to note that that peer review for decades um, has been regarded as the thing that is that, that determines whether or not a scientific study or or uh, research is or pandemic yeah or, or is or pandemic yeah. is uh, is is viable whether or not it's it's yeah. trustworthy yeah it's peer review yeah um, and so what does this say about the, the process that, that we have been using to determine whether or not something is viable or well, not? Well, I never looked at Steven Crowder as an academic, but apparently he is. Well, that's, <laughs> that's my point. It's like a, it, the question is, is he a man or a woman? Do we know that? <laughs> In the video, he uh, portrayed himself as a fat woman. Like he got makeup, he got makeup on and everything, man. It's you right, got to watch what, the video. But what is he? I will look it up. Yeah. Um, but what is he? Peer reviewed. Peer reviewed is a. Uh, well, he's not a biologist. We know that, so he probably can't even really. He's probably not a mechanic or a mathematician either. <laughs> Apparently, he's an academic, though. <laughs> he's a guy who can make video. That's right. That's right. And that's, remember, there used to be a it, it, anybody can make a video now. Anybody can yeah. make a video. Anybody yeah. can publish a paper. Anybody can write a book. I wrote a book for crying out loud. Anybody can do it. Yeah. And and so it's becomes it's becoming harder and harder in the age of information. It is harder and harder to gain knowledge. Yeah. True. True. Real true. knowledge. True knowledge. Yeah. Right. That's right. There's there's a lot of competition out there and. In the last piece here, news that John Brandian can trust here. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, so you know the whole controversy about Leah Thomas. Do you know who Leah Thomas, who he is? I know who he is. <laughs> He's the uh, Princeton swimmer who still has testicles and everything and is and beat, he's just, he's beating women. He's just crushing it. He's crushing it. He's killing the, it. Uh, yeah. It was what 462nd as a man in college and then now number 1 as a as a man as a man in the women's yeah. Right. That that's how that's how the disparity between men and women is he could be ranked 500th. Right. In male university swimming competitions. He's swimming against dudes. Right? And number 1 in the women's side when he's swimming against chicks. Yeah. And our you know, it might have just been maybe he just changed his diet and started exercising and practicing a little harder. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, his muscle maybe mass that. grew amidst maybe all that. the hormone medication. The yeah. the Today Show. So they did a news piece on Leah Thomas. The Today Show airbrushed the photo of him in the pool after he won the race. Like made him look more feminine. Like a glamour shot, scene. like like a glamour shot, yeah. With the you know coming out of the pool and everything, <laughs> and you could see I I, I I don't I can't throw it up on the screen, but they have a, a contrast of what the real picture was: water running down his down his face, right? Uh, you know, just just touch the wall. He won, 
and water everywhere, you know, very man looking. And then in the airbrushed version, he looks more feminine, more looks like he's got makeup on. No water's running down his face. (laughs) Even though he just came out of the water, literally. He's climbed out of a pool, perfectly dry, Um, like a chamois. But that's a human chamois. That's right. (laughs) Exactly right. A human chamois. But that's the uh, the what, how the today's show portraying it. And I I'm giving mainstream media twenty years and it, and they're dead. Like mainstream media twenty years, Daily Wire and I used to think that Daily Wire and the Blaze were going to be around longer, but I don't, I don't think with the way the direction they're going, um, with uh, lewd content and their marketing videos and praising uh, uh, two men having a baby, you know. Anyways, but mainstream media, I I give it twenty years. Before they just like fully collapse. You mean before they don't even exist anymore? Yeah, I mean, there still not might be relevant s- now, are they? Yeah, well, I think so. There's an appearance of relevance right now with mainstream media. So they have the appearance of relevance. They have the appearance of all the money, and they have the appearance of all the viewership. Right. But that they're losing that. I mean, Joe Rogan gets more downloads than you know. I think MSNBC, CNN, and ABC combined on his podcast combined right uh, now, has, has joe rogan congratulated uh dave rubin for his uh for i his don't know pending yeah i don't know because that's the thing i i yeah. would agree with you the reason that the reason that conservatives can't have nice things is because conservatives are not necessarily uh christians yeah yeah and and that's it and yeah. so if you take it, it it's it's good and right to, I think, lean towards conservatism because that's where biblical principles yep. and politics sort of overlap. Yep. But conservatism doesn't save people any right. more than liberalism. And if, and really, if you're going to go, if you're if you're only going to go as far politically as conservatism takes you, right. then there's no real difference between liberal and conservatives. They're right. both on the same path away from God. Right. They're just, they're just doing it. They just look different yeah. in their march towards the abyss. And that's why conservatives can't have nice things because they think that conservatism can exist in a neutral space without Jesus. Correct. Correct. And that's why we've been losing for decades because the liberals know that their worldview absolutely is religious, that their worldview absolutely is anchored into something far more existential than they are. You know, Christians, Christians think, oh, hey, we can go on the football field and our conservatism can exist at the 50 yard line on this side of the 50 yard line. Liberalism can exist on this side of the 50 yard line. And we just try to play this game to try to get the the legislation that we want passed. And we negotiate it all the way through and compromise all the way through, you know, you know, the play and and conservatism disconnected from Jesus gets you what we have with the blaze and Dave, Dave Rubin and and the Daily Wire and their apparently now misogynistic display of women and homoerotic jokes. <laughs> well, conservatism conservatism is is equally pagan to to progressivism. That's right. It, That's right. But it's it's trickier. Yeah. Because it looks more like Christianity right. than conservatism. The, the advantage right. that we have now is that the the progressives are obviously pursuing a a dark agenda right but the conservatives are still pretending to be uh virtuous right and they're not there's nothing 
there's nothing in conservatism by itself. Well, there's nothing in conservatism that's going to save anybody. It's just Christianity. It's just, it's it, Jesus Christ is the only way to righteousness, Amen. not conservatism and not, and not pagan or not progressivism. That's right. And so that's why we don't have anything nice. Yeah. The reason conservatives don't have anything nice is because they're not Christians. Oh, that's it, man. We're closing out with that one. Hey, you guys, uh, if you can't join us at Rapid City, if you can't join us at, in Phoenix on May 19th, uh, we hope to see you at our conference and uh, club members get discounts to our conference, $100 off um, uh, for our conference. What? So join the club and then in the club portal, you log in and you get your discount there and you actually can register in the club portal to our conference. There you go, John. Why would you not do that? I know. I know the incentives are um, uh, you're losing money, not being a club member. You're losing money. <laughs> All right, John. Hey, man, thanks for uh, hanging out with you. Good to see you uh, next week. We'll be back. We're still we're here. We're going to be back in the studio next week. Uh, the Sunday show coming up is actually going to be a very interesting show. We have a a candidate running for attorney general here in Idaho coming on the show. And uh, you're gonna, you're not gonna want to miss that. So stick around for the Sunday night special. Well, uh, until next time, love God and go fight, fight, laugh, and feast. Feast, peace. American colleges have become more hostile to the faith of young Christians than the beaches of Normandy were to the Allies, literally. Undergraduate training wasn't always a death trap of unbelief. Once colleges were boot camps for body, mind, and soul. Now, most college students spend their days in tax-funded adult daycares with all the intellectual rigor of lazy rivers, safe spaces, and complimentary condoms. And in our recent COVID faux-pocalypse, those daycares became prisons almost overnight. Cover your face, line up for your shot, stay in your room, but don't worry, the condoms were still complimentary. At New St. Andrews, you are not on vacation, you are not in daycare, and you won't be herded into a dorm. From week one, you'll be treated like an adult. You're responsible for paying your own rent and developing your own grocery budget. Or going hungry. Get a shot, or don't. Mask up, or don't. Most of our students even work part-time jobs on top of the 40-hour class workload. It's part of the anti-fragile hustle and grind that distinguishes our graduates from the majority of their own generation, and that employers and graduate schools love. Most college graduates in the U.S. are stuck paying off loans for years. New St. Andrews sets you up to graduate debt-free and dangerous, ready to pursue grad school, a family, or business opportunities in the real world without any reliance on pork subsidies from Mother America and with no weepy need for safe spaces. The real world isn't a cushy place. No one owes you success. You are entitled to exactly jack squat in this life. But rich or poor, unlike your face or your freedom, your job or your business, an education and the ability to think clearly can never be taken from you as long as you are still above ground. Not by petty tyrants or cowardly clergy, not by thoughtless mobs or lab coat megalomaniacs. At New St. Andrews College, you'll learn from teachers whose ideas equipped men and women to build Western civilization in the first place, and which will be used again to defend and rebuild what has been lost as the West has faltered into decay, losing her faith and her mind. Yes, most of our best teachers are dead, but our classical Christian liberal arts education is how we've been graduating thoughtful, articulate outlaws and leaders with spines for the last quarter century. The intellectual and theological bedrock beneath the Judeo-Christian West 
is what you'll study, engage with, write about and own. It is what you will debate in class and present in public as you learn to live like forbidden fire, surrounded by the darkness of unbelief, manifesting God's truth, goodness and beauty to all who live around you. Training like this can't happen over Zoom. At New St. Andrews, we believe whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but a companion of real or virtual fools will suffer harm. Your peers shouldn't be your spiritual leaders. You should have a real flesh and blood in-person church for that. NSA is in the heart of downtown Moscow, Idaho, where you will witness men and women building Christendom on every corner. Where else are you going to be able to break bread in your professors' homes, debate great literature with them while their kids are playing, sing psalms while being arrested with them, catch turtles with them? No one comes to NSA to get lost in the crowd. You might be able to hide in a graduating class of thousands, but our classes are better measured in dozens. You will grow in this program or you will tap out. And when you finish, you'll be ready for life in whatever moments and scenes and struggles God may have prepared for you. We are training students who worship and march and study and fellowship and sing and write and start businesses and raise kids that no one can mask, cancel, or bury. We follow the King of Kings who knew the way through the mob and out of the grave. We fight to rebuild Christendom in the ruins in our families, and in our businesses, in the cities where we live, in the countries where we go, in the congregations where we worship. Your mom may worry that Moscow, Idaho is many miles from home. She should worry more about how spiritually distant even a nearby godless campus is. After four years in a Christian community like ours, you will grow much closer to your family. Don't stay distant. Click the link today to schedule a visit to New St. Andrews College.